Okay, so um, it's it's I think it's been about a bit about a month or so since since we did our last interview. Um, uh, not not because we didn't want to do any interviews, but just we've had like so many albums coming in to review, we've just not had had much time to do any. Um, however, um, one of the albums that we reviewed, um, we we spoke about at length and we had a lot of a lot of praise to give the album. Um, and we felt like afterwards we just we wanted to know more about the band, about the album. Um, so tonight, joining us, uh, we have Simon and Martin from a Norwegian prog band Ockrust. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Good. And he is pronouncing that right. Yes, <laughs> that was perfect. No, that's fine. Ockrust. Yeah. Okay. I thought he just made it up, to be honest with you. I was like, that's not how they pronounce it. Turn Norway against us. That's <laughs> oh, good. Uh, yeah, the, 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 I'm sure there'll be plenty of people out there be like, how, how, what do you, how do you actually? But um, we had to, we had to make this uh, like pronunciation video for for Inside Out. Oh really? So, uh, <laughs> it's on YouTube. I think it's like a sh- short movie. So uh, so every time people ask how do you pronounce it, I'll, I'll just copy the link and yeah, and they'll have to see it. I think I think I say in the video that it's not the rocket scientist to swap out the V's with use yeah. Yeah. and just yeah. say awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Throws everyone off though. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, like instantly throws them off. I don't know why <laughs> it throws us off. Like the Scottish people have a a unique sounding dialect anyway, which leans itself more to. To, to be honest, there's a lot more in common uh, without going into <laughs> the weeds here and talking about linguistics here. Uh, there's a lot more in common, um, kind of tied vocally between. Uh, like Norway and Scotland than there would be necessarily Probably. other parts of the world but um, great name for a band great artwork as well uh, I'm going to steal you. this from Dave here how did that How did that come because it was the first thing that grabbed me when I saw it it reminded me of um, was it the, the picture of Starry Night uh, the, the very famous kind of portrait work with all the lines and all the rest um, oh. I thought it was like it just it grabbed me straight and stood out against pretty much every other album artwork I've seen this year. And that just, cool. it seemed like a labour of love. Like someone had spent time not on Photoshop, but actually with <laughs> paintbrushes and paint and a canvas doing something. Um, how involved were you guys with that? Did you handpick the person? Did you guys do it? I, I don't know. You did it, like, everything yeah, else. So. I, I mean, uh, I, I think I, I started following uh, this guy um, uh, called Eliran Kantor. Mm-hmm. Or Eliran Kator from is um, from uh, oh <laughs> is it Germany or ah oh, that's bad of me <laughs> not knowing but uh, um, from Europe somewhere <laughs> as we, as we say in Norway <laughs> uh, so um, <clears throat> I think I started following him about ten years ago or something mm. uh, and. Uh, I just, I just knew when we sat at the cabin, um, Martin and I started talking about the uh, the artwork, and we just sent him a message. I actually, didn't think he was going to to say yes because he, he does all these big bands, mm-hmm. and he's so, so good uh, mm-hmm. at what he's doing. So, but uh, he really liked the music, and he he wanted to wanted to paint it, and we just tried to explain a little bit about. Uh, the album and the the cabin and the woods and mm. I mean the mood and the vibe surrounded uh, by the cabin the I mean the smell of rain and uh, mm. snow and everything mm. and 
So he, he just made this. And he wants it to be a cabin, of course, and that's it. It's so good. It's, it's one of those things you, like, um, it's a kind of almost a lost craft, I think, at times where where bands are like, yeah, we'll just, like, yeah, we'll put a robot on the on the cover artwork, and you're like, why yeah. is there a robot on the cover artwork? <laughs> yeah. I'm not entirely sure what we're doing here. But it does, it, it, like, it, it evokes a feeling, which I think yeah. the album completely complements. Yeah. And I, it, it was just one of those, like, once again, one of those, like, as if there wasn't enough details about the album that were amazing. Yeah. It was one of those elements that just felt like, oh yeah, like everything, everything's been considered here. Yeah. It's like everything's been carefully placed. And, you know, as someone that loves music, that's like kind of precision and like, it just that whole thing worked for me. I thought mm. it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I want to get into the, the details of, <laughs> of the album. Um, but before I do that, the, the thing that kind of, was kind of in my mind the whole time and, and afterwards we spoke about it after the recording as well we were just kind of blown away by the fact that this was a debut album we, we yeah. couldn't quite comprehend that it was like this can't be the first album there must be something before this um, and I know you guys have been friends for for a long time but what what is your kind of background like what what have you been doing musically before Ocrust have you been playing in bands for for a while before this uh, yeah, I mean, we've been playing in different bands since we were, uh, I don't know, 10 years old, maybe? Mm. All right. Yeah, okay. we started uh, maybe when we we played together for the first time when we were six, seven. But, yeah. Wow, that's insane. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like um, when we met, we were grown up in different cities. So, yeah. but uh, through the years, we've been playing kind of a lot of different uh, genres and bands mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah but never together no. okay yeah. like really so we've just been i mean it all started just to do a long story short so i've been telling everyone this but <clears throat> just to clarify it so uh martin's dad and my dad are best friends yeah okay uh, and they are playing in a prog band and oh, they okay. have always been playing in that band and uh, so when they had like lunch breaks from the re rehearsals uh martin and i used to go up on the loft and take the instruments mm. when we were like six years old right. uh, <clears throat> so then we always talked about uh, when we settle down and and, uh, and get uh, at the same age as our dads we are also going to to start a band <laughs> <laughs> And what so, um, what kind of drew you to to want to, to kind of focus on prog? Did you try other styles together, or was just did that just was that was the, the style that kind of made sense, or what made you come to that decision? Well, I mean, we, uh, yeah, you'll start, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, we didn't we didn't didn't actually try to make uh, prog at all. Okay. Uh, because we've been playing in so many different bands with different genres, so yeah, um, this could just uh, as prog just ended up as like a pop record or an, I mean black metal or yeah. <laughs> so um, I think it's just uh, what we've been growing up with, and I mean our dads have probably all the records that Inside Out has uh, released. Okay, uh, and. Uh, that's, this is just like the sum of Martin and I being together, I think, and mm. yeah. our whole childhood. <laughs> it must blow their minds to see their kids like grow up 
with that not only that background you know of seeing them perform but then ultimately end up on that label with yeah. a prog album mm. um yeah. you know i mean that, that that must be one of those surreal moments like you always say that you know um like parents try and give their their kids the chance to do the things that they kind of wanted to do but also the the ability you know that you know that the influence or, or not even pressure but support to, to to kind of live out dreams that may, they maybe never actually got the chance to do and you have achieved that which yeah. I, I can't imagine they're not you know happy your families are happy and all the rest that you've you've made it essentially you've got you you have the album it's on the label it's yeah. out there they're yeah, incredible. pretty stoked and uh, uh, martin's dad is playing bass on one of the tracks and my dad oh, mas- mastered the album actually oh wow yeah, ah, that's so, phenomenal it's phenomenal yeah. and like the approach well it was one of the things we're going to cover lots of things i think that we discussed yeah. in our um in our review but the approach of you're the second prog band this year that we've heard that was like off the grid Let's go to a cabin. Let's get ourselves locked in. The other band, Haken, the, the, the British prog band, did pretty much the same thing. And I think they released their best album they've, you know, they've done. But you could tell that it felt more like in tune with nature to an extent, but just felt distraction free. And mm. um, how much of that was a conscious decision beforehand? You know, like we're gonna go, we're gonna go to a single location, and we're just gonna write the album. And does that come with any pressure of we have a a window that we want to write this album in is that a freeing thing or is it a is it like is it like a, like a pressure that <laughs> that is not welcome i think we didn't have any pressure at all really just because uh i mean the week before uh we went to the cabin to to start making the music martin and i uh, was at the same cabin uh, right. for like for like a holiday and just uh, drinking beer and doing some um, uh, hiking in the mountains. Yes. And uh, it was this. Uh, it's so cliche and stupid, but uh, it's, uh, it's so true as well because one of the nights it was sunset. It was really beautiful, uh, and, and we kind of looked at each other and we just knew that. Well, now nah, this is actually. This is the time we talked about for 23 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then we just uh, next week packed up some some recording equipment and just went back to the cabin and and I mean as I said we didn't try to do anything specific at all so mm-hmm. we could end up as whatever genre really. Mm. But we just started playing and we did this for six weekends in total. Yeah. Right. I think so. We went a little back and forth. Went home. Uh, and then we just got back to the cabin. It was kind of an excuse to to hang out more because we live around one to two hours apart from each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, from, from your position, Martin, at what point did you think? Because they, they, they say like like when when musicians are together, there's a, a point where the switch clicks, and you're like, oh, this is good. Mm. Like, you know, this this isn't just us. Like trying to write some music and it can be refined or whatever. Uh, yeah. Was it early in the process that you just knew you were on? To yeah, something? yeah. We we found when we had uh, different ideas, we just oh that's it just thumbs up all the time and start with the riffs and we we and we uh, Simon and I we just connect in some ways that we 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 agreed very early. Uh, 
yeah. where, which direction and uh, what kind of music we're gonna make actually after mm-hmm. we start with the, all the riffs and the parts. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the process has been quite uh, positive in many mm-hmm. ways. We just yeah, and really easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like easy <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah yeah but uh, th- there were no uh, bad ideas we just mm. built built further on on the ideas and uh we, we we've been uh, like throwing quite few ideas i think in the process mm. yeah uh, yeah we didn't we didn't scrap too much either i mean Excellent. we just kind of Everything on the album is just recorded and made here. At, I'm actually at the, that same cabin right now. Actually. All right. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but um, everything is just done here. So we did record a riff. Uh, Martin sat down, programmed some drums, and played some key my keys. And I got back and tried another riff. And everything is everything on the album is just the same stuff that uh-huh. we record right there and then. So there's no like re takes uh, other than the That's drums scene <laughs> but we, we, we did the drums in another studio uh, yeah. in Oslo and uh, some few acoustic guitar stuff that I wanted to, to do with a better guitar and uh, and some key uh, synth stuff yeah. is also done at my studio in Oslo but everything else is just made written and recorded at, at this cabin <laughs> Like the key, the keyboards in particular, it was one of the things I like pointed out on the. I, I, I'm a keyboardist, um, and I, I'm used to being like an afterthought in every band I've ever played in. Like, it's like, oh, he'll just come in and do something, and like that. It's so much easier if it's done like while the song's been written than just shoving things over the ends. But what I loved about it was specifically in the way it was recorded, um, that like. I think you both as songwriters have a great feel for for the use of a keyboard or synths on a track, whether it's to elevate sections up or at times to have a little bit of a lead, but at no point does it become a distraction, which I think some musicians can get carried away with sims and get carried yeah. away with levels, and then before you know it, you, oh, as a listener, all you can do is focus on what the synthesizer's playing and you kind of forget what everyone else is doing. That, yeah. that balance... Is, is so well executed on this um, that it, it did it, I, I, I think I, we joked at the time, I was like, people should be good at one thing, right? Not like, <laughs> like 20 things, one thing um, but you, you appear to just have it all it sounded I think the biggest compliment I can give the album is it sounded effortless mm. but I know from listening to it how much work has went into it right. um, you know, as a, as a kind of casual listener who's not maybe uh, you know, a musician or interested in any kind of recording or anything like that it just sounds seamless it just sounds like a, a very immaculate just like a very seamless listen mm. but the amount of work in it is just like absolutely incredible um i i think it's no real question just once again just want to to compliment you, you but yeah, um, i you. thought was i thought was brilliant <laughs> were, were there any points swing into a question was, was there any points and you were saying there wasn't really much in the, the cutting room floor was there any elements in the writing process that you thought maybe that's not for this project or maybe that's for a future release or um or was it pretty much just the fruit of our labors being locked away for a couple of weekends is the album as we hear it now 
I think there's one one rift that we scrapped. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> oh, the rest is on the record, and uh, and also the record lasted really. Uh, actually 15 minutes longer than it does uh, but inside out wanted it to be just one vinyl and not a double right <laughs> so we had to, to shorten some songs i think arcing clouds lasted for 13 minutes yeah really but now it's six uh, okay. <laughs> and how, how does a conversation like that go is that a case of you're happy that you're on that label so that's a like an easy compromise or is that something that as an artist yeah, it, takes a bit we, more conversation i mean we didn't argue anything and i uh, i i really didn't want to uh, or we didn't want to cut out any of the songs mm -hmm. so because it's this whole concept you know from start to finish so uh, um so the uh, there's uh, there's one song that is uh, actually taken off the album but it was more of an interlude uh okay and uh, we did shorten some of the some of the stuff down, but in a really positive way. I mean, I I love Arcane Clouds. It's probably my favorite song, and um, that's also the first song Martin and I wrote. Mm. And um, and the, when I listen back to the first version we did, it's it's way too long. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm glad we had to shorten it down. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, obviously, you you mentioned the. The concept of the album, um, which, like for for people that don't know, it's a, a man um, who's isolated in a cabin away from civilization, um, trying to kind of come to terms with the like the acceptance of of death. Um, and we were really fascinated about the the concept about the album, um, the, the way that you've integrated the music and the artwork with that concept um, and made it so um, connected thought it was absolutely fantastic um, and again the, the fact you've done this on a debut album is another just uh, just crazy <laughs> but um, that in terms of the idea um, of the concept when did that come up was that something that you had in mind beforehand or did this happen during the, the writing process I mean, the the thing that's really crazy is that everything is has been so easy. We we, we haven't tried too hard on the concept. We didn't try too hard with the videos. It's just Martin and I and a friend of mine who's mm -hmm. filmed everything. Yeah, and we made everything right there and then. And we didn't. We haven't really tried to do anything at all. <laughs> so, I'm. It's it's it is actually really effortless. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably also why it sounds pretty like yeah effortless yeah. as well but yeah, yeah. at the same time it, it's so thought through but mm. everything is just thought through here at the cabin mm -hmm. and uh, we didn't have uh, any story or anything uh, beforehand we did everything no. while just being at the cabin and <laughs> while drinking beer and eating food we talked a little <laughs> bit about it and i wrote some lyrics and yeah. martin recorded some stuff and i Get up from the sofa. <laughs> yeah, it was like the, the second or the third uh, trip we had. With we will just talk about the concept and the the, mm -hmm. the, the, the images and uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. just the nature and the silence and uh, so so the the concept has been with us through the process quite okay. early. Yeah, um, it felt we started uh, out in Corona as well. It was COVID, so... Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. And we kind of then isolated ourselves from the cabin, and it's... 
I mean, it, it all came so so natural. And this cabin is pretty far away from civilization. And it's the only thing you can hear outside here is the wind, the rain, mm-hmm. and the train going by every other hour, yeah. making this horn sound to scare off elks and yeah. stuff from the train tracks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you you mentioned the, the videos as well. Like I, th- I thought the videos for Pale Moon and um, Arcane Clouds were yeah. like unbelievably professional. Um, for like again a, a band at this kind of stage in their career, um, you often find like at this stage it's maybe like a lyric video you might get, you know, from a new <laughs> album. But this, the fact that you've came out with these videos that look like movies, yeah. um, and the way that they again they're linked to the the concept was was really clever. Um, I. How did that all come together? Was it yourself and someone else that did that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just Martin and me talking about uh, that we wanted to try to portray this character that we mm. made um, yeah. at the cabin, just doing boring daily chores, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of have his shadow in between some in some of the, some yeah. of the pictures. Um and the uh, hoodie stuff is just inspired by, uh, like, originally from uh, René Magritte, uh, painter, made yeah, a painting yeah. called The Lovers, uh, which I found out through uh, one of my favorite albums, Francis de Mute by Mars Volta. Ah, right, okay. So, uh, and uh, I mean, we talked about uh, that we didn't want the, uh, I mean, the facial expression takes so much away. Uh, from the rest of the stuff mm-hmm. it, it gets too much focus so just by removing that it would it will be so much more uh, like cinematic and you will mm-hmm. just pay attention to all the other stuff that's around yeah um, and we didn't the only thing we planned before we went to this cab to the cabin to, to make the video was that we wanted to uh, wanted the guy to chop some wood and do the dishes mm-hmm and um, I mean that's probably it. And then I, I just bought the white linen clothing, and uh, and we uh, took our friend Simon uh, Scotty. He's I mean he works with uh, video, so yeah. he's he's really good. He's obviously professional. Yeah. But we did the, those two videos in uh, in one and a half day. Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Uh, and I, we we brought him in because he I know we have the same uh, aesthetic point of view on stuff. I mean, yeah. we mm-hmm. we have like this, yeah, we love the same aesthetics, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, vocally on the album, um, it, I mean, it's a real delight. I think um, like the, the the melody tone is just absolutely incredible. But what I loved about it is like at times. Not not that like prog is a genre, and we're calling it prog. But you're you're there's so much of everything in here that yeah. you're doing. But like you tend to find that those vocalists will maybe lean like almost exclusively melody, um, like because that's the extra level of melody that's added to the music they've written. But there's there's hints of your home country with just like little tinges of the black metal that starts to. <laughs> to filter its way through and it's really reserved really really well placed you don't overuse it which is once again it's not necessarily a bad thing but it's not overused it's, it comes in exactly where you want it to come in the last for the, the, the length of, of that of that section 
<laughs> the the obvious question has come up: Have you played in any black metal bands, or is it just uh, you know are, are anything like much more aggressive than than what this album is? And as a result, were those moments like opportune moments of yeah, we could go a bit heavier with the vocals here because I've done that before. Or was mm-hmm. this kind of like a first time pushing? Uh, I've been playing in uh, several black metal bands, really. So, but actually, Martin and I talked about uh, maybe. Th- second or third weekend that we kind of agreed on uh, not having any growls yeah uh but then we uh, when we came to like the ending of the pale moon and uh, and uh, the park at the great white river yes we kind of again looked at each other and was like uh, we can't <laughs> we can't not have it here because it, i i mean it, it really elevates uh, the section and it, yeah. it fits I, yeah. I mean it 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 just yeah. gets uh, gets better and it uh, it reaches the level it it should be kind yeah. of yeah yeah you said you said Simon uh, you you're just okay we have to and I <laughs> yeah uh, yeah of course we have to <laughs> uh, yeah. works really it works really yeah. really well and because there isn't a lot of it on the album mm. I think it, it does add prominence adds like adds emphasis. On those sections because it's 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 not there elsewhere. Mm. I think it's I think it's really 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 well done. It's also not on sections that you would uh, like. Neither myself and I can speak for Dave on this one are huge black metal fans, but the component elements of black metal we feel work really well in other parts of metal. Like mm. when you get a kind of blackened tinge on sludge music, it mm. just opens that sound up and makes it more interesting. Um, you don't hear it a lot on prog music. Um, and as a result, it makes it quite remarkable and unique. But at the same time, it's not as if what you're playing musically then slips into lo-fi black metal. It's still very pristine, very crisp sounding. And as a result, it just it makes it sound huge. It makes it sound it makes it sound really mm-hmm. like really massive. In terms of how you guys move on from here, so obviously. You've the album you've spoke to record label record label loves it the chop you know you, you get it into that vinyl size which by the way any any kind of prog fan worth their salt wants the vinyl so that's like perfect um in terms of where you go next what what, what does that look like is it a case of do you have um the infrastructure in place to take this live um, or is that maybe a secondary concern to being actually just more interested in actually crafting the music um, and less about actually touring it? Uh, what does that look like for you guys at the moment? Uh, we are going to play uh, play more live. Uh, we have done one gig mm-hmm. uh, where we played with the Flower Kings and uh, Pendragon and oh. some other bands. How, was, uh, how did it go? What was the, the live show like? Uh, it was uh, probably too good, I think, because, uh, <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh, now I'm bragging, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I have to because it's so common that uh, that uh, prog bands. I mean, they don't even bring their they don't even bring a, a, a sound engineer, and at least listen, they don't bring a light engineer. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's uh, always pretty boring lights on on most of like the, the classic prog bands, mm. uh, and I think we were the only band that really had this whole stuff going on uh, with no front lights and a movie rolling behind us uh, the whole time uh, and nice. we of course brought our own sound engineer and a light designer who's programmed everything uh so people were i think 
from the comments and, and all the chats after the gig, people were uh, quite um, <laughs> blown away because yeah, yeah. they were like, "This was this was like seeing Park Poetry in Berlin." Uh, but but at this smaller festival uh, in Norway instead. <laughs> wow. So was that something you had considered, like while while writing the album, from a live experience, having the visual element? Not really, but uh, I I mean I'm I'm pretty. Uh, uh, I mean, when it comes to aesthetic in general, I'm 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 always trying to. To make the best of it, of like that, and make a package because it's so lame when it's just oh, some songs are good. And, but I, I want to, I want the people to kind of feel the same that we did when we went to the cabin and, and uh, trying to capture all the mood and moods and vibes from from uh, from the recording, oh. also into the artwork and the videos and of course the live. Yeah, I, I love that. I love. Um, I think this once again it doesn't work with every genre, but I think um, like an immersive experience being actually drawn in. So mm. you're, it's all your senses are being assaulted. So you're mm. getting the music, you're getting the visual element, you're seeing the band live. So the same way I enjoy seeing like old horror movies, but with like a live orchestra doing the original score, yeah. it just feels okay. more. You feel more in touch with that than yeah. you would sitting at home watching it on a TV. Um it's just it's just part of the theatre of it. So I, I I love that 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 aspect that you would would bring to it. Mm. What does that look like spinning out though? So you'd obviously say you want to do more gigs. Does that how good is the scene where you are essentially? Is Norway is it quite a, a vibrant scene for you to, to to take this out further or would you look to do maybe less gigs but more placed elsewhere around uh, Europe, Scandinavia, uh, etc. It's probably the last thing. We just signed with uh, a Glasswell and Doomstar, so mm. uh, for European booking. So, uh, well, I mean, there are a prog scene in Norway as well. And uh, Martin also plays in uh, a prog band called The Magic Pie. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, you played at the festival in Norway a couple of weeks ago. Mm. There, there are yeah, stuff here, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, there are some, yeah, in uh, the, yeah, in Oslo and Bergen, maybe, yeah. Yeah. some cities uh, and some scenes, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, um, as Simon said, said uh, we we're maybe aiming for some few festivals, and yeah, we have yeah. to, we I have mean, to go. Scott uh, to, sky's the limit. Yeah. yeah, we have to play like Hellfest and uh, <laughs> you know, aim big, aim big. Otherwise, what's the point? I, I love that. I love that. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, I um, I recently went to Van wearing a t-shirt. I went to see um, an American punk band called Poison Ruin, who I've um. been obsessed with this year. I think their new album is like absolutely brilliant. But has this. Has the, the the way they've recorded it is specifically kind of analog, fuzzy, old. Sounds like a cassette tape that someone's filmed somewhere, mm. like twenty years, like like twenty years and like never been played, but it's all aged and warped. And I went to see them live, and what can only be described is the, the attic of like a 
like an old building in Glasgow, <laughs> um, which felt like a, a kind of community hall where people would come in and have like a bake sale or something. And they played <laughs> in the middle of that. And it was the most mind altering experience ever because you have this savage punk band. Yeah. And you're just surrounded by like wooden benches, like yeah. like like old tapestries, just weird, weird stuff like that. But like like speaking to them, I mean that's a small gig for them. But when you like their interviews and all the rest, they're pretty much they've got their eyes set for like the big festivals, and that's their trajectory. And I think you kind of need that. I also think I wouldn't put anything past you guys at the moment because. It just seems like everything you 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 have the Midas touch. Everything you seem to be doing at the moment is just mm. working really well. So yeah, <laughs> why not Hellfest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they should book us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they should. Um, spe- and speaking of which, like obviously we spoke about the the writing, the concept, uh, the live show, and lighting, and all that sort of stuff. But let's not forget the actual production of the album oh, as well. Like, God. like I mean, you guys. Apart from um, some keys, I think with just both of you guys on the album, it was just just you two that are on the on the album, and and you produced it as well. Is that right? Yeah, I, yeah. we produced it and I, I mixed it in my uh, in my studio. I mean, I'm that's my full time job, really. I'm just mixing uh, music for oh, like, okay. ma- but uh, mainly just like major label pop music in Scandinavia, and oh. like so. Um, uh, okay. So I I don't do too much like heavier stuff, right? But I mean it's in my blood, so yeah. I just uh, <laughs> and I I'm quite picky, so I know that uh, it wouldn't be uh, good enough if someone else did it. So mm. it was better for me to to lose some money doing it myself than yeah. paying some other human being. <laughs> was there much sharing of what you'd done um, in terms of the actual mix and work then between yourselves were you in kind of almost constant contact of you know I've just finished this track what do you think of it any comments or, or, or was that once again was there just a kind of that's your domain that's what you you do I'll hear it when it's done no we, we did that I mean uh, we made the whole record uh, it was kind of finished everything of the recording stuff and we have like um rough mixes or demos from every session uh, of every song and and then i just started mixing one song and i sent it to martin and we got some back and forth and uh try this and that and uh, yeah i mean worked on the snare and whatever and uh and uh, and then we just uh, yeah i did finish the album and uh, then we sent it to my dad for for mastering <laughs> that's cool yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, when we were listening to the album, we could we could hear lots of of kind of different influences um, going on uh, on the approbation. Um, and we mentioned on the album various different time periods as well. Um, you know, yeah. there's a lot of like moments you're like, oh, that's you know, it's got kind of reminiscent of like seventies or or eighties. But then we've also got these kind of more modern elements as well, which which I love the the combination of. Um, you tend to find there's a lot of like. Prog bands, prog bands are kind of scared to mix the old and the the new together. They tend to stick, you know, to to one side. Um, but I, I kind of got the feeling that listening to the album, you guys probably listened to a lot of different music, um, you know, in the background or out with the band. And um, what what type of stuff 
what kind of stuff do you listen to normally? Like, what's your your kind of go to albums? Are, are they do you predominantly listen to metal, or is it fairly kind of you know spread out? <coughs> well, uh, uh, when when uh, Simon and I beginning writing and uh, stuff, it's it's hard not to mention our uh, our uh, uh, like teenager uh, time. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. we listen to, uh, yeah, Porcupine Tree, Opeth, Mastodon, uh, mm-hmm. Mars Volta, all yeah. these uh, mid no uh, 2010 albums, okay, eight, nine, ten, eleven, yeah, uh, that's kind of when we grow, grew up together and talked about all this band all the time, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Um, it, it just came naturally to combine and take inspiration from all this. Yeah, I mean, do you? Uh, I, I've been listening a lot to black metal, but Martin hasn't. Yeah, and okay. you're probably listening more to like, uh, for example, I'm. I mean, Martin's dad is a huge uh, neo prog uh, fan. <laughs> okay. Uh, which uh, maybe I'm not, um, and I mean. We didn't try to to make anything specific, as I said. So mm. I think all this this record is is uh, is it, it's both for like the old guys who hate the new stuff and <laughs> vice versa. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I think I think the both they both can can like this album because it has some of everything, uh, but not trying too hard to be seventies prog band with flute mm. or whatever and <laughs> yeah. we're not tr- trying too hard to to be a metal band yeah and uh inside out wanted the the pale moon to be the first single which uh i didn't or we wanted to have arcane clouds okay uh, b- because i i knew that people were going to scream opeth after, <laughs> yeah. after hearing it. and i and uh and uh, i mean uh, we low opeth to death and uh yeah. mikhail is um uh, fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't try to make any Opeth music uh, <laughs> at all, yeah, except yeah. for I mean, the last riff on the Pale Moon is is really like Opeth uh, inspired. Mm. Uh, it's a like a, it's really simple, but it, it's a typical uh, Michael riff. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but I knew. Uh, that if if uh, if this is the first single, people are going to scream scream Opeth. Um, if it had been the second single or third or whatever, I don't think people would have say, said the same because mm-hmm. then they would have listened to to the whole stuff and yeah, yeah. maybe picked up tons of other bands. And I yeah. mean, people are writing to us and saying talking about all these bands that I've never heard of yeah. before. <laughs> and there pl- plenty of pro bands, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I, I don't know. I haven't heard it. So, And one guy actually named a, a, a great band I didn't have. I haven't heard. It's called Oceans? No. Oh, oh the Oceans. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it that? Or it's something with Ocean, at least. Yeah, I've ocean? heard about them, but yeah. was it? No, no, our oceans. Yeah, our oceans. Oh, our oceans. Yeah, I don't know them. Our mm-hmm. oceans. I haven't no. heard of them. Checked no. it out. Fucking 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the, the 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 mix as well to me, the mix of different time periods. I also mm. thought worked really well with the concept. Yeah. Like if you are isolating yourself and you know you're preparing for the inevitable end, you start to connect with other time periods in your life. You have those memories that flash back to when you were younger, those moments where songs cap capture a moment. Um, we're we're a bit older. We're about uh, by the sounds of things, maybe a decade and a bit older than you guys. So that that moment where you're talking about those kind of two thousand and nine, ten, eleven for us is like nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety one. How we, old are we you? Get, we, uh, so I'm I'm forty one. So okay. I'm, uh, Dave's almost forty two. Throw him <laughs> under the bus. Excuse me, <laughs> but like, I'm thirty <laughs> Like we have those moments, like even now when we listen to music, where you you're just you hear a riff or like a like a drum pad. We were just talking about about previous band we were listening to, where both of us like mentioned the same the same the same band Chimera, who were an American uh, 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 metalcore band, but uh, the, this new band just on a couple of riffs and the way things were doing, it sounded so much like this one album from 2002 that your brain yeah. just like connects to it and like mm. when i was listening to it, i got those ch- I, like i felt 20 years younger but i got those chills listening yeah. to it, you just remember those things i think i think that's great and like that to me was the like especially when the concept was explained out um that's where it all started to connect even if you've consciously done it or not it made sense mm. to me that you would have those moments of, especially if you're older, you kind of pine for the days that you're younger. You relive those memories, and I thought that worked yeah. uh, really well. So, if whether you meant to do it or not, um, you are free to use that line in any press. Yeah, from now on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a conscious choice because it's an old man in the cabin. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought it worked wonderful, and it's also like you see, I think if it fits and it feels right and it flows, then why not use it like um uh, we didn't we didn't think of any time periods a- yeah. at all while doing it and uh, yeah. uh i'm not even sure if i could i could tell now that oh this is more from yeah. that time or it's it's really just uh, the summer martin and i just uh, drinking a beer and activist which is have you have you had that no. it's uh liquor made from potatoes all right. No. Uh, like they, they, you're, now you're speaking my language. You're speaking about hard alcohol. So I don't need to be sold on anything. So it's nice. You should uh, you should taste it. I'm 100 tasting it. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be tasting it at Norwegian prices. Your alcohol is very expensive. Yeah. Um, compared to Scotland, but um, it's. Uh, it's it's, it's one of those. It's, to be honest, it's one of those countries I've been to. I've been to Denmark and I've been to Sweden, but I've never been to Norway. And I've decided that if I ever was going to Norway, it would be towards the end of the year because uh, I've got a couple of friends have been over like uh, October, November, December time, and the scenery is just absolutely mind blowing. So um, I'll need to get over. Yeah, sure, sure. I know. I know the album's just been released. How, how long ago was it actually finished? Like, how long ago did you actually finish the album? Uh, when, do you remember? When we finished? Yeah, so uh, like... When, the when did we master the album? 
<laughs> I don't recall. Has it been? Has it been February? No. Oh, so yeah. this, you've the, like finished the mix and mastering and all that this year, but the recording was no, last year. Or... No, it was. Uh, we 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 kind of finished uh, the mixing process in December, hmm. maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was something mastering, around uh, mastering okay. January, February. I think. So you've, yeah. you've had a, a kind of period of time where the album has been kind of complete before before it's obviously yeah. been released. Um, are you are you a kind of band that are continually kind of writing in the background, or do you take a break from that until you finish the kind of promotion um, cycle with this album, or is there always stuff kind of going on in the background? <coughs> I mean, uh, we are going back to the, this cabin uh, in one month to <laughs> to keep writing for the second album, and we already have started. We have some riffs and oh, uh, yeah. As that's uh, reading between all Dave's lines here. That's literally what he was watching. It's a very nice way of saying it, but um, that's literally what he wanted. Yes. Do you have a new album in the works? I don't want to ask. Uh, we do. I mean, we have several albums we have to release. So, uh, but uh, we're uh, we're uh, we have just started working on on the second. Okay. Incredible. Wow. <laughs> Um, so obviously, yeah, you've got touring, obviously, as in on the horizon, um, specifically UK, um, <laughs> more specifically Scotland. <laughs> I mean, we should, we should, we're definitely going to, to try that at least, uh, yeah. maybe not Scotland, we'll see, <laughs> no. but, um, UK, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's Scotland, England, they're, they're pretty much right next yeah. door. Right yeah. next door. <laughs> you see that <laughs> awesome um, it's closer than England we can say that if you're in Norway Scotland's closer than England yeah that's true uh, <laughs> have to pass through so yeah. we'll just we'll leave it in your capable hands yeah. We, yeah. we know you yeah. make the right choice it makes sense uh, is what we're saying you know it makes sense <laughs> Scotland yeah. Uh, yeah I would love to I'd love to see you live um, so hopefully at some point we'll we'll see you over here Uh Duncan will buy you a drink if you come over to, to 100% Scotland. 100% buy you a drink. Uh, we'll put you on the guest list. So. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Then you owe us a drink, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, thank you, Simon, Martin. Um, an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming on and giving us more kind of insight into the band and the album. Um, it's been a, an absolute pleasure to speak to you and hopefully we'll see you in the not too distant future over in the yeah. UK at some point wish you all the success on the album it's an absolute stunner so thank yeah. you so much thank and you. i mean we we just had to to do this after um, hearing the the uh, podcast interview on on youtube so uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the review that was almost the length of the album so <laughs> 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 it's, it's a long keep forget they keep getting longer and i'm like if a band wants to hear like what we've said about things we're making it like a, we're yeah. making it a, a chore <laughs> We really yeah. have to sit through this, but um, no, thank you very much for. My girlfriend was sitting in the background, and she was like, "What did it, did it just say that it was so good that its brain hurts?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had to, to skip back and hear it again. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I think it's that. <laughs> Mind-blowingly good. So, so that my brain was hurting at the end. 
yeah thank I, you so um, much yeah you're you're welcome um really the, uh, the new album the approbation it's out now it's out on uh, inside out music and um, i'll put all the links below to the band to the new album so you can check it out uh hopefully um you guys enjoy it as much as as much as we did but um thank you so much much appreciated cheers guys thank you bye